The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. to hour three of Radio Law Talk. Uh, it flies by so fast. This is the most exciting, entertaining uh, radio show on earth other than the alien shows, which are, are probably our favorites. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek counsel. Do not go before the court and say, Todd Kunin, Denise Dirks, and Fred Penny said the following. Therefore, it's gospel truth. We are just talking about general topics, having fun with it, and taking your calls also at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. I want to do a special shout-out to, and he doesn't know where I'm going to do this, is Wyatt Cox. He is, he's the one that runs a Nevada Radio Network. Uh, there's stations all up and down Nevada that uh, that pick us up, and, and Wyatt Cox is the guy at the board watching to make sure everything's being done right and making sure our signal is being blasted out throughout Reno, Nevada, and and I don't know, all up and down I like Nevada. I the Amargosa yeah. Valley. He makes sure the Amargosa Valley station is working, but uh, I know he says he, I talked to him a while ago, and I said, <laughs> oh, this X or Y started talking about our, uh, about what, you know, Radio Law Talk, he, he looked at me, I mean, he, he was on the phone, and he kind of laughed, he goes, Fred, I'm at the board all the time, I, I hear you the whole time. So anyway, Wyatt, good job in, in taking care of us and making sure our, our uh, Radio Law Talk gets thrown throughout all of Nevada. Appreciate it. Um, appreciate those at KBET in Dallas, too. Dallas is the headquarters of USA Radio Network. And thank you, USA Radio Network, as we are uh, kind of their flagsh- one of their flagship um, um, shows on USA Radio. Anyone else we need to thank, Cal, other than Donna, for making uh, beautiful, uh, wonderful uh, lemon bars? Well, she's she's with our grandkids, so our, our brand-new grandson right now oh. in, in Bakersfield, California. So I nice. guess we should at least acknowledge that. Oh, that's good. And, and all of our affiliates, we have many of them. We have a lot of people who help us up and down the line, and uh, we're yeah. grateful for every one of them. Thank every you. One thank of you. Them. Yeah, yeah, Sacramento 1380 and K-High. Uh, just in the Sacramento region, but uh, let, let, we're going to do our third case. I mean, our third hour case or no case, and see how many points. I got one point, so I'm catching up a little bit. But uh, hopefully, this is not about. I'm I'm calling it tidbits. You guys call it whatever you want, but it's not about the bit, <laughs> Bitcoin and tidbit stuff. But let's go on to case or no case. All right, here we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Yeah. yeah. All right. I, by the way, Denise is in the lead. I take you now to Menominee Falls, Waukesha County, Wisconsin, where a woman there, a certain Claire Linares, inherited her mother's business, a newspaper, and she inherited her mother's internet service, DSL. Oh, nice. They said she would have speeds up to 12 gigabytes, but the service was often out. Ms. Linares would hit deadlines, which she would occasionally miss because her real DSL speed was more like two gigs. The upload was slow when it was working. And the reliability factor of her Internet, she said, was about two-thirds of the time on, the rest of the time off, and all random. So she said, I have to fix this. I mean, I've got a newspaper to run here. So she got rid of the company, the telephone company, Internet, and went to a cable Uh, internet vendor, and the cable company said, we'll pay off your contract. If you sign up with us, we'll pay off your contract, and everything will be fine. Well, the former internet company, Frontier, by the way, came calling and said Ms. Linares had to pay the early termination fee of $4,341.66. The entire value of the remainder of the three-year contract that was signed by her mother, deceased mother. The contract said early termination fees may apply, but in the contract it never said what those early termination fees were, and in fact did not say that it meant the entire value of the contract. She was appalled. And so I ask you, case or no case? 
Mr. Cunin, would you like to lead off now on this? No, I would not. Can I ask one question? <laughs> no, I would not like I'm to done. lead Thanks off. Thanks for playing, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'll lead. I'll lead. I'll lead. Okay, but I, I want to hear what Denise's question Denise has a question is. I have first. a question. What state was this again? Wisconsin. Thank you. It's in Wisconsin. And the, by the way, you ask, is that important to the story? The answer is yes, it is. That's kind of what I felt. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Penny, detail. go ahead. What are your yeah. thoughts? I'm going to say it's a case. I, I always go with it's a case. I just go with it's a case because this could be, again, an article and nothing happened. But I think this actually happened. I think this happens at times. And by the way, Frontier generally handles a lot of small town areas. Right. Front, frontiers up, you know, up in Redding, Red Bluff, that yeah. kind of area. It's also up in Susan. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 very, oh, okay. small, it's mm-hmm. very small towns they handle. Um, but anyway, the answer is this is a case, and that was, by the way, ex- it seems excessive fines, and we're going to talk about that uh, later on. Good point, Fred. But Sorry, here's, really good here's point. Did you would you did you record that? Yes. <laughs> I'm getting too. He I'm wants getting a, he too wants generous. Him. I want that soundbite too. Yes. Um, so the the answer is contract. They lose. That is Frontier loses for the following reason: they have no standing to sue Claire because the contract was between the mother and Frontier, and Claire has no liability to Frontier because mom has passed away and therefore they can't sue mom because she's not there. See, they can. They can sue her estate. Now, if they argue they could have sued mom's estate, but there's no standing to sue Claire because she did not agree to this contract. Now, I don't want to lead you down a okay. path. Let's... This was signed by the mother on behalf of the business and it was a business internet account. Okay, so... So I, I don't okay, want to have good. you think Let's I didn't sure we... give you full details no, on so, that. So they're suing the business or, the, or Claire well, personally? Suing the business because they're the ones that. Okay, then the I, have to, yeah. I have to change my mind then. Right, See, right, that's right. that that's an important fact. I didn't want to leave that out. Yes. I apologize. So the I, answer yeah. is uh, they lose. I thought I had it down nailed because of that, but I'm right. Gonna, so your concept say, was no privity of contract. That's exactly right. No Got privity it. of contract. Right. I thought that was a great. Mr. Cunin, catch. your thoughts? But I don't. He didn't say it. Oh wait. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought you were. I'm not saying that now because there is a business. What should I say, Denise, the second part? What should I say? Rock, paper, scissors. I'm going to say the second part that uh, they're going to lose. It's excessive. And um, I would have cross-complained against the new Internet company because they said they would pay for it and cover it. By the way, uh, according to the information that uh, according to what, that I'm alleging, the Internet company, the new company, only paid $500. They said, we have oh. a cap. That's all we're going to pay. Mr. Cunin, case or no case? I'm going to say that this is a case, and I am going to say, well, I'm not going to preface it by saying I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. How does that sound? Um, The reason why I say Frontier loses, I believe that the contract survives. It goes, um, they can't say there's no standing. I agree with the analysis that Fred has after the... uh, Clarification. Uh, clarification there. Also, because she continued to use the service while uh, under the purview of the contract. So it wasn't like mom died and she immediately canceled the service. Mom died. She continued the business, continued to use the service under the purview of the contract. So that survives. But I don't believe in a situation like this that the consumer has much ability to negotiate the terms of the contract. So it's pretty much take it or leave it when it comes to the service providers that they give it to them. And when you have a take it or leave it circumstance, it raises the issue of unconscionable provisions in a contract. And I believe that a $4,000 early termination clause that's not specified anywhere in the contract would be decided against Frontier. And for that reason, I say that Frontier loses. And you agree with me? Yes. So basically, Todd and Fred say case, Frontier loses. Denise says... Denise says... uh, In 30 seconds. Stay with with us. You'll hear my thought on this, because I do have a very specific thought, and it's especially important that it's when... Okay, let's call us at 855 Law Radio or tweet us at Radio Law Talk, and we can uh, talk about what your... Or hashtag us at case or no case. We'll be watching that, too. All right, this is Radio Law Talk. The conclusion to Case or No Case is coming up after we break away. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at Penny and Associates. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with reputationdefender.com. What the internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with reputationdefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug-out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Hey, just uh, we're back with Case or No Case. Before we go on, uh, our uh, Kelly was $1 million bail was just set. He, we said we'd follow this, and we've talked about it last week. But uh, Yeah, he was charged with four different um, – uh, four victims, right? So sexual misconduct against four different four victims. Di- four and, underage victims, and right? Let's, well, three, I think. I think three and one wasn't. Okay. okay. I, I don't know how much this played into that, but if you recall, our good buddy Michael Avenatti – was one of the people that sent in video to the police department claiming that he had 
uh, video evidence of R. Kelly engaging in this. And it was so, one of his clients that had it. Yes, yeah. and, and I don't, I don't really? know. Really? Yes. yes. That, that happened. You have Eddie. I swear, I have him written on the back of this, and I, he's always there. Yeah, he, I know. so he had yes. provided evidence. Now, I don't know if the charges that R. Kelly is facing now are based on that evidence. I just know that Avenatti, you know, had yep. his nose in that one as well. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. All right, case or no case, we got to finish it up, Cal. Oh yeah, we would. Oh yes. yes, yes. Yeah, just uh, just by way of very brief reminder, a woman in Wisconsin tried to change internet service for her business, and when she did, the company to whom she used to, from whom she used to get internet connection, her mother signed the contract for her company, wanted the full value of the three-year contract, which was well over four thousand dollars. Uh, the other cable, the able, the cable company, which is like Charter or Comcast or one of those, I don't know which, they said, well, we'll pay 500 bucks. You know the ads they run. We'll pay, we'll pay your change, changeover fees. Well, they only paid 500 bucks, so she's left with this large deficit. She has much more reliable internet service now. That part of it is solved, but the matter of 40, 4,000 bucks flapping out there in the breeze has not. So my question was, case or no case? And Denise says, go ahead. Well, I say that uh, I agree there's no privity of contract, or there is privity of contract because business is different than it's an, an, entity, an right. individual, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I say also that it is an excessive fee, to be quite honest. Um, so I do believe that it's an excessive fee, that the contract didn't specifically set that out, and they cannot get the full benefit of the contract. She has a very good defense to it because the um, broadband or whatever it was, not broadband, the DSL was not working right most right. of the time. Right. At very random times it would not could, work. I'm sure she could establish that. Right. And I will say this. I will say, because California has a, a, a law that precludes these type of contracts and getting the full value of the contracts when it's been, um, and when, especially when it's in a consumer product, right? So when you're no longer using the service, you Ex- can't get paid for the, for the service the they're thing. not using. Exactly. Okay. There can be a penalty, but it has to be described in the contract. Right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Wisconsin has that. That type of a public policy law, and that um, Frontier loses, and she does have. They deem she has a valid defense not only because it's an excessive fine, it's not specified on the contract, but also because um, of this public policy. So Todd, we're not going to get any points. So we're not. We're not going to. But you know, I just want to say this is a great example so you, when you're reading a, a decision. Uh, an appellate decision of what's called concurring opinions. We all agree <laughs> in the outcome, but all for different reasons. Right. So, all right, so Cal. those of you who say it is a case, may I see <laughs> by a show of hands? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's a true story anyway. Yeah. True story. Here's the situation. Ironically, Denise, Wisconsin does not have the kind of law that you went out on a limb about for commercial products only for individual consumers. I think Denise should lose five points. And Wisconsin does, and Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, and by the way, this the reason I brought this up is this has now moved to the legislature because of this, because Wisconsin, for commercial products, you don't, you can just say charges apply and you don't have to specify them. How interesting nice. is that? Interesting. So Frontier wins? Uh, we don't know about that. We don't know. We don't it's, know. It is now in the collections and court stage. And it's also in the legislature. So I've given each of you one point. Nice. And uh, so Fred's gotten two points today. Denise gets one. Todd gets one. Uh, and uh, That is case or so, no so case. That, so that gives me two points total, right? Um, yeah, pretty much. That, where, that's, where? That's You're the guy point. on Jeopardy that, you know, is sitting there, <laughs> and everybody's like, uh, uh, George, you're at uh, 22400 And Sally, you've got 19400 Todd, you've got uh, 100 bucks. Todd, 100 bucks. you owe the bank 750 no no. <laughs> no, no. Todd's in there, but he still goes to je- double jeopardy just because they feel and, sorry. And I wager nothing hoping that the two counterparts cancel each yeah. other out and blow up. <laughs> yes. So what's the count now? Well, the, well uh, I haven't added them up yet, but uh, you had 16, so now you have 17. Fred had 8, so now he has Woo, 10. I'm Todd catching. had 2, so now he has 3. Good job. And there we go. Good that, job, ladies man. and gentlemen, is case or no case. So CBS is being sued. This is a very interesting one. Um, in July 27th, the New York, uh, the New Yorker published an expose, and and this expose was basically about uh, the chief. Was he chief executive officer? Yes. Uh, Leslie. Les Mo- Monvis. Monvis. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's accused of 
of basically unwanted sexual advances on women. And this is kind of during the Me Too movement thing. And the whole issue is as CBS has stockholders. So stockholders bring a lawsuit because don't forget, stockholders have to be disclosed things. There's all these disclosures raw. Yeah, laws. there's a fiduciary duty that yeah. the board owes to the actual shareholders. Right. And there's a lot of stuff going on during this time period that they kind of knew about what was happening, but they weren't disclosing it to the shareholders. And oh, by the way, when this thing was coming down that the shareholders supposedly didn't know about, wow, they started selling off their stocks, some of the board of director guys. Not just some. They sold off $200 million, and they're claiming that this is an insider trading Mm -hmm. because they had information that this this New York Po- the, the, the New Yorker. Espose or whatever, the yep. New Yorker, sorry. Espose was coming down. They were already forewarned about it, and then they start selling their stocks. And they and, and the fact that they sold their stocks shows that they probably had knowledge of what was going to happen, and they didn't share that knowledge with the shareholders. Yeah, they sold. Okay, so before the disclosure about the company's sexual harassment and the hostile work environment problems were revealed, the stock, the CBS executives sold 3.4 million shares of their shares and said, oh, then all of a sudden the expose comes out and boy, I think this is a good case for the shareholders. Can we talk about it a little when we come back? Yeah, he's got 30. We have 30 seconds left. We're still good. Well, one thing I was going to say is it's not just that, but you also have statements made by Moonvees earlier in November of 2017, which indicates support for the Me Too movement and a claim that we didn't know what was going on at CBS when they did based upon previous allegations. So Hold on. stay with us. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. USA Radio News with Rick Vincent. A Nigerian-born nun addresses the Vatican somewhat on sex abuse, saying the church has been hypocritical for talking about caring and not following up. Sister Veronica Openibo had a pointed question for everyone. At the present time, we are in a state of crisis and shame. We have seriously clouded the grace of the Christ's mission. Is it possible for us to move from fear of scandal to truth? 
The sister challenged the church's culture of silence on sexual issues and said priests are too often put on pedestals. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan landed in El Paso, Texas today, where he visits troops on the border and sites where the Department of Homeland Security has requested Pentagon assistance to combat drug smuggling. The Department of Homeland Security sent the Defense Department a list of projects to be funded by counter-drug monies, including fencing, lighting, and roads related to drug smuggling quarters. You're listening to USA Radio News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. All around the world, the world. This is RadioLawTalk.com. Oh, come on. Lately, I've been, I've been losing sleep, dreaming about the things... Cal, I love it when you have good music that rolls into our segments, because who wants to hear about the CBS executives? Even though we, we as lawyers get excited about this stuff, but Todd, you had a, a comment about these executives selling 3.4 million shares... Stock yeah, right before the news broke. It was really about what executives can and cannot say, and they really have to be careful. We heard, remember uh, Elon Musk when he made that statement about possibly taking Tesla private versus keeping it, and it was an off-the-cuff remark that he made, and you know, it pretty much cost him his ability to be the chairman and CEO right. of Tesla, and he got penalties because that's of what the he kind said. of information that's insider that's information. Right. And so here we've got on, you know, when you look at the timeline. In July of 2016, um, there was Gretchen Carlson, Megan Kelly, and others alleged sexual harassment on the part of Roger Ailes. And there was actually an LAPD investigation. That's right. And so you've got that that's going on in 2016. Then the Me Too movement really starts to pick up steam. And in November, the 29th of November 2017, you have Moonvies saying, quote, as he's discussing it, that the Me Too movement is, quote, a watershed movement, and there's a lot we didn't know, and it's important that the company culture not allow for this. So that makes CBS look like they're on the forefront. There's stuff that we didn't right. know was We're going good, on. good guys We're and gals. good guys. The problem is, when he made that statement, the, the not very well-kept secret is... That Ronan Farrow was ready to, it was in the middle of this investigation where he's going to blow the lid off everything at CBS. And Moonves knew it and made a statement that could be arguably lead to the health of the company that he would have known was false. Yeah, sell, boys. Boys, sell, quick. So it's one of those deals. He says that in November of 2017, and then the Ronan Farrow story hits in July of 2018, about six months later, and that's when the stock price falls down. Six percent, 
And that's why stockholders are going, six months ago, you led us to believe this company was in good standing and on the forefront of this when you knew there was a bombshell report about to go off. And, and, oh, by the way, we know you knew it because you and all your executive buddies were selling off stock. Yep. And I think they're going to – I think – Good case. They're they're going to have to do some answering to Good you. case. Just FYI, we have to say CBS saying they're – clearly their policies and procedure is is stock sales by senior executives of the company that, that they, they uphold all the laws, et cetera, et cetera. And they are saying that uh, it's not appropriate to comment at this time. But they're going to mount a vigorous defense. So we have to say it's all allegations, and that's what we do talk about Radio Law Talk. Allegations is uh, – it's important that people are are what? We always say innocent until proven guilty. Let me right. let me do – I was thinking about it. Let's do a shout-out quickly. You know, I'm going to shout-out to uh, uh, KYAH 540 AM Utah. It's our, it's our new Utah affiliate that's carrying us and, and – and I haven't shouted out to uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, KQSP, 1530 AM. Thank you for carrying our show. We are carried nationwide. Um, but anyway, let's a couple of things we really need to talk about. First of all, and, and this, there's so much of this, and we don't want to get into it. The Covington Catholic teen, we've discussed this many times. Guess what's happening, everybody? Lawsuits are starting to fly. The first lawsuit's coming out, and there's more coming. And so we're not going to get in detail because we're going to follow up on this. But $250 million lawsuit against who? Guess who? Yep, it is a newspaper called the Washington Post. And the Washington Post came out with some of the first uh, uh, news stories about this. And by the way, guess how much the Washington Post was purchased for by the Amazon man? How much? Mike, I'm going to guess. Jeffrey Bezos, uh, $250 <laughs> million, million is what he purchased. Well, they've got for. the cash then. <laughs> yeah, so there, there you go. He wants that cash, and so, and so obviously they say they're going to, they're going to uh, mount a vigorous defense, and and they think they've done nothing wrong. First Amendment issues they're going to discuss, but uh, th- there's some interesting things here that, as we've discussed before on this show, um, about um, defaming someone. Number one, if they're a public person, it's much easier to defame them because it's got to be with malice. It's got to be very uh, – you know, it, it, it can't be the truth. I mean, it can't be the truth. And not only that, it has to be um, extreme to, to some degree. But as a minor child, oh if you're defaming a minor child, it's a much lower standard to prove that they were defamed. And, well, and, and according to the article – that we have on this, some of the specific allegations that they're making that the Post reported that they're saying that they knew were false were that uh, the Post reported that the schoolboys surrounded and taunted 64-year-old Phillips, the Native American, and the newspaper claimed that the smirking Sandman, the boy, stood in Phillips' path blocking him from moving, And, and the claim is that when you look at the video, the longer video, that those two specific reports were contradicted by the video. So that's what it's going to come down to. I'll be curious to see what well, happens. Well, and some have, have gone back, Denise, have we, have we talked about during the break, and have recanted. And the, all they asked is, hey, recant. And again, we're, we're not political. We're not staying one side or the other. But it comes down to they said, okay, recant and say, okay, you made a mistake and we're not going to come after you. But uh, the Washington Post said no. But they're also alleging in this case uh, a specific center or an intent. And they're saying that um, Washington Post actually did this and smeared this kid um, to advance its anti-Trump bias. So right. they've added another element to that that is kind of an interesting element as well, which I don't know that it's necessary to have added that. And I don't know, Todd, do you think that you're, they're going to have to show that the Washington Post is anti-Trump? Well, is that part it, and parcel? It wouldn't be difficult. I mean, it wouldn't <laughs> be difficult if they just pulled up their reportage. Anyone that you know that has a history, it's public record. You, I mean, basically, you can pull it up and say, here, 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 they've done two pro-Trump, Trump, X, X uh, anti-Trump. I mean, it, it can be easily established, I think. Well, yeah. so an interesting part of this, too, is obviously th- – that was almost an anecdote or an afterthought of what happened here because it was basically they were there for a pro-life mm-hmm. rally and who was uh, who was the name what was the name of the other um, the, black the black Hebrew, Hebrew Israel. Israelites yes they were over there it was kind of they were those are the two those. that were that were kind of um, you know 
differing. Well, the black Israelite, uh, black Hebrew right. Israelites actually instigated it. They There's no the question. Right. They started yeah, right. it. Yeah. Right. When you see it, you can see that they're throwing really bad things at these kids. Right. And then the the uh, Phillips, who is part of an indigenous group that was also at their um, on something different. Speaking and um, freedom of speech stuff uh, about the indigenous population. And he moved in. He actually went up to the kids very close to him and got in between those two groups. And it looked like he could have been the aggressor to the kids. But actually what he was doing was doing the peace drums. Right. And he's a shaman. And that's what they do. That yes. Their drumming is very important but to their religion. But he didn't do it toward the instigators. He did no. it toward the kids, indicating that they were the unpeaceful ones no, with the red not, hat on? No, that's not no? true. Help it was a protective. It. It's protective. Oh, oh, oh. So okay. if, he okay. had, if he had gone to the black Hebrew Israelites, that would have been viewed by them as something that was aggressive. And he couldn't do that. So what he did was the peace drums to protect the children. He actually went there and did it to actually protect the children. He got too close. Right. By, in my opinion, he wasn't looking at well, personal right. space issues, but his intent was good. It wasn't a bad well, intent. Are you talking, he, you saying he's a closed talker? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, and we think his intent may have been good. We don't know, but we we we, you know, we, yeah, we, we do we yeah. do know that he made statements that didn't appear to be on the boys' side. True. His statements, you know, like I went there to protect the boys, but then every statement that he made was talking about uh, slights that he felt that he had suffered as a result of what the boys were doing. The, the long and short of it is. This is what we're going to have Here in the discovery go. process. Right. This is kind of where things start, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. But you know, you, you start the uh, settlement bidding at 250 million, so to speak. But that's what they're seeking from Amazon. But isn't that how it works? We yeah. throw this great big figure on the wall and see if it sticks. And guess then what? It's just starting because yeah. I think there's going to be more defendants added. They've there already said be. there's bringing more defendants added. Agreed. And, Agreed. and by the way, the, the investigators not added is probably going to be in different states. It could be. Could, Could be. be. We're yeah. going to find out. We're I don't know out. that he's going to add. Well, California's going to have a few. The, the the movie acting community may have a few who haven't apologized. That's or exactly maybe, right. Maybe, right? Yeah, yep. it could be. Yeah. What's interesting is a lot of these things that they're alleging these kids had said, they're finding out were said, but it wasn't with their group. Don't forget there's a lot of groups there. That's right. So people are hearing things. Yeah. And, and the tomahawk, you know, it was like they were with the drums. You they mean, kids the, were doing the yeah, Not the, the tomahawk, chop. but the drum. The, oh, the chop. The kids were doing a tomahawk yeah, chop? Yeah, the t- tomahawk chop, was, they were doing it, but with the drum. But what's yeah. their mascot you know? at school? It doesn't, but here's the point. Does that mean the Florida State, when they do that, that's uh, racist oh, that's or whatever? Right. I don't know. Or the Atlanta Braves? Yeah. No, I'm not suggesting that it's yeah. racist. I'm just saying they were actually, the children were actually going with Phillips. Mm-hmm. You know, they were kind They're of... They're having fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hang on with us. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, a number of things. we got to talk about Bill Cosby, and we're going to talk about Judge Ginsburg. She's back. She's, she's back. back. And she's talking about the uh, Eighth Amendment. And uh, to me, that's really interesting about searches and seizures and seizures of property when there's like a drug raid. We'll be right back after this. This is Radio Law Talk, and you're listening on your favorite radio station, of course, and on RadioLawTalk.com. And you can hear all past episodes there as well. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 
Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll-free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hello, I am looking for a special soul from the GCN audience to hire to come to East Ridge, Tennessee and take care of two peaceful, easygoing people, which are a sweet 95-year-old woman and her 60-year-old son. Terms would be free room and board, plus the use of all of our facilities here at home in exchange for living with us and seeing to our needs. We must have someone that fits in well. We get along with most anybody and value those who like to do the same. We live in a suburb of the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Please email matt at peaceaboveall.net for additional information. Please include your informal resume stating your strengths and weaknesses and reasons you would make a dedicated caregiver. We would also offer to negotiate a nominal salary in addition to everything else. Again, please email m-a-t-t at peaceaboveall.net. Thanks for responding. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Hear past episodes of Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Happy listening. Oh, come on. She's back. Everybody tried to say she wasn't coming back. We were, uh, whether you're uh, politically left, right, or middle, uh, a wonderful, uh, brilliant woman, uh, Ginsburg, is back, Denise. Tell us about She what is, it. and she has written a really fine decision. And short story, um, a gentleman is rusted for um, drugs, but very low amount of drugs, and they take his $42,000 uh, vehicle. Land Rover. Land Rover, and they actually confiscate it, and they do a civil forfeiture on it, and he loses his vehicle. So this case is brought all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they agree to hear it. And Justice Ginsburg writes the decision for the majority and says that the court, that under the Eighth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, states cannot do excessive fines, period. So it's a very great case. That was I a unanimous that. opinion, wasn't right. it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it unanimous? Yeah, I, I, yes. I could be wrong. I thought yes. there was one concurring. No. No. Justice, Justice Thomas filed a concurring opinion. Right. So they all agreed, but yeah. but Justice right. Thomas had a, yes, had a, exactly. a different take. Yes. Right, right. Well, here's well, he had a, another reason for right. doing it, I think. Well, let's mm-hmm. go through the the process. Here was, uh, what he had about ten. I, th- I believe it's a, the fine was about ten thousand dollars. He had a forty two thousand um, dollar vehicle that was used in the commission of this crime. Yes. Therefore, they 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 that they went to the courts to to get it forfeited. The state court. The lower court said no, and the supreme was it the supreme court of the state said yes. You can you can actually use that because right. that, it was that, Indiana Supreme Court yeah. that said yes. 
You can take you it. Can it's a civil it. forfeiture, and it's using a crime, so it's completely proper. And this is the state, not Fed, and that's what they're saying also. But here's the interesting thing also. He bought that $42,000 vehicle from a settlement from an insurance issue. Not had nothing to do with his drugs that he was making money on and buying a vehicle. It was from an insurance proceed when his father passed away. And, and, and there are statutes that allow the state to seize your vehicle if it is used in the commission of a crime. For example, right. if I borrow Fred's car, that never happened, but if I borrow yeah, Fred's car and thing. then I was busted for running drugs, they could seize that car because I was using it, even though it's Fred's car, under some statutes. And and this is really getting to the heart of saying, come on, folks, you can't do that. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, one of my beefs, if you will, is when law enforcement agencies or any investigatory agency turns into a revenue-generating agency in connection with what they're doing. When that happens, I believe that it taints the investigation. Now you're doing it because you want to make money, especially when you have positions that are being funded by the amount that you seize and all this. And I feel that this decision is going to pull that back. That's why I'm encouraged by the decision. But... uh, Kudos, in my opinion, to the Supreme Court for I, taking I, this action. I love this case. Well, I do. They, I think it's great. Well, they all agreed. I mean, it's yeah. it's so obvious that uh, I don't care what you're doing for the state to say, oh, we got $42,000. And it's now. a good way for Ginsburg to come back publicly and say, look, I'm still here, guys, and I'm still of a sane mind that yeah. most of my brethren, or if not all of my brethren, agree with yeah. me and on this and, issue. Sister and there's, there's, uh... and uh, California's in there, too. And I've always found it interesting that they immediately seize the stuff and then they kind of work on proving whether it was ill-gotten gains or not. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that was part of the problem here was they would go grab it and then they'd say, oh, we're pretty sure you got that from drug proceeds. Well, prove it. No, it really it. wasn't that. It was that the fine was only ten thousand dollars. Well, I, so I they did that. a civil forfeiture where they got four times the well, fine. But I'm saying they grabbed that thing right away. They uh, did. They totally yeah. did. They got yeah. not just grabbed it. They forfeited it. They yeah. took it. So you've got to prove that it's it? actually ill-gotten gains, wouldn't you? Have yeah. They, they, it, what Cal's getting at, and I agree, it's putting the cart before the horse. Yes. Look, if if you are going to punish somebody for a crime, you have to prove that they did it beyond a reasonable doubt. Okay. If you're going to find somebody for a certain act, that should be subsequent to proving beyond a reasonable doubt that they did it. And a lot of these forfeitures were occurring prior to the proof beyond a reasonable doubt. People were losing their property, and, and, and it was going wherever it was going before they even had a determination of guilt or innocence. Yeah, but he stuff. pled guilty in this case. That's why they never had to reach that. I, I, I understand that. Yeah. But this opinion is going to speak to the heart of what Cal is talking about. This this opinion is going to go far beyond the facts of this case. This opinion is going towards curbing the forfeiture aspect that, as Cal was saying, was happening before there was even a determination of guilt in a lot of cases. It removes the financial incentive for arrests because the arrests became a a cash register. Yeah, and and that's a big business, let me tell you, because it does fund the local policing agencies. They get the piece of that, for sure. And and that gets to to my statement that – I don't believe that law enforcement should be a revenue-generating industry because when it does, it taints the view of law enforcement. You know, we don't want to go after the smaller criminal. We want to go after the bigger one because we're going to get bigger bang for our buck. If you remove the incentive for the fines, that will go down. That's really interesting because on the Ricky, they did a, a whole show on the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law. And, and and that was kind of the, the thought about it, too. Very interesting. Yeah. U.S. Um, Supreme Court has passed. I'm moving on. Is that okay? Can yeah, because, uh, yes. I, I has passed on looking at, that's called denying cert, looking at the Catherine McGeehee versus William Cosby case. This was very interesting. Those of you who are following the Cosby case, this is the 1974 alleged um, sexual misconduct by Mr. Cosby of Miss McGeehee in 74. Oh, and by the way, I didn't know this. She is the girlfriend of Sammy Davis Jr. She and was. Was. That's what I'm saying mm-hmm. at the time. And she alleges that Mr. Cosby uh, assaulted her. Now. And she was also an actress. Yep, that's She's exactly right. So what comes down here, and Denise, you can kind of get into more detail with me, is the issue is defamation and whether or not. 
uh, there's a defamation issue here. That's right. And whether or not the plaintiff in this defamation, McKee, was a public figure. Because right. if she was a public figure, she had to show actual malice against Bill Cosby, but also his attorney, because she sued the attorney for making statements right. um, publicly. Um, and or and then she had to demonstrate actual malice. And the problem is she couldn't do that. Right. That's and, what the cases came up um, to the Supreme Court. And this Court. is what I don't like about it. And I'm not again. I'm sticking up for lawyers. The lawyer said she's not telling the truth. Absolutely, the lawyer can say that because he's representing his client who's saying she's not telling the truth. And so she's suing the lawyer for defamation because he said, she, in, her, in his opinion, according to his client, she's not telling the truth. That, that was very similar to the same issue in the Trump and Stormy Daniels when Trump said there's no – what she said was wrong. It didn't happen. And then they wanted to say that that was defamatory. Well, if that's defamatory, then every lawyer is going to commit defamation when they file an answer to a complaint denying the allegations. That's right. That's, that's crazy. Right. So that's why I'm yeah. glad they did this and they denied her. But then it's interesting. He goes on and says and, – and again, we don't have time to talk about it. He goes on and goes – you know what, though? Maybe we should look into this a little bit, though. That's what he kind of Yeah, Claire, said. really what's what's interesting about this, one more thing that's interesting about this case, and that's um, has to do with the limited purpose uh, public figure. So read about that in that case, because that's an interesting thing. Go for it, Cal. Now it's time for quick takes. I have one quick take. Make sure your bits are as promised so he won't tell <laughs> you don't come up short. That's my... Quick take on uh, quick takes, Mr. Cunin. My quick take. Freedom of speech does not allow you to talk to your lawyer with your fists. So, uh, oh, uh, all right. Fred? My quick take is don't own an NFL team and go to a ratchet-looking strip mall to get a massage. <laughs> Always good advice. <laughs> and Denise, what is and your... My quick take is the Constitution of the United States rules. States' rights fail sometimes. <laughs> you know what? We appreciate you being here for all three hours. We need deodorant. I know Todd does. Uh, we're going to be back <laughs> next week. Do I offend? To <laughs> Nine to noon. Oh, it's Fred, Todd, and Denise and our producer, three-time Emmy Award nominee but never a winner, Cal Hunter. We thank you for producing our show. Thank you. And uh, You should Cal, copyright those words. Cal, do we even know when we're supposed to be out? Are we yes, out now? Yes, yeah, we have, uh, we have uh, about 20 seconds. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, you got to hold the cards up. You're not doing well, your I've job. I've been busy running the bed and doing some <laughs> other things. Just wrap it up at 20 seconds Did you seconds say busy after. running the bed? The board. Uh, oh, the bed. Oh, okay. the board. Well, yes, well, there's right. a bed. All this, right. is, this is called a music bed, Todd. <clears throat> it's a music bed. Okay. So See nah. you next week. Yeah, we've got we've got a little time. You've got twenty seconds. No, I don't talk want your 20 way seconds, out. Cal. Close it out. Making fun of me. Okay, here's how I'm gonna close it out. How's this? <laughs> I'm your host, Frederick Penny. Nice. See you next week. Cal. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio Law Talk. Bye. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.